which is ugly. You should start. Oh, I want to forgive you, and I want to forget you. Welcome back to D Girls, a fully developed pop culture podcast. My name is Julia. I'm Delaney. And I'm Tina. And thank you for joining us for part two of We Need to Talk About Bethany. Let's dive right back in. Bethany problems. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Let's dive into the Raquel Levis interview, shall we? Let's shall. Bethany had... Raquel Rachel Levis, who is now going by Rachel, on her podcast, Just Be, to kind of use Rachel as an example of the ways in which this system is really rather broken and unfair to those who participate in it. So, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> I know, it's like such hi, a beast. Yeah. Take a breath. There's a lot to chew first, through here. Yeah, first of all, Bethany watched the show for the first time right before the interview. But so didn't. Was... Not even the show, just the reunion. You're I think correct. that was the like, only thing she but... watched. Dude, does she, surely, I'm like, Bethany, you, if you're not going to watch it yourself, I hope you have a large team who's providing you with briefs, but you're, I, don't I don't think you do. It doesn't do. sound like it. Well, it does not sound like it. If they are, she's not reading them, you know? Yeah. And, well, and there's I've that problem there. as well. There's yeah. that problem Because I've well. created yeah, many absolutely. briefs that were never read. That's a good point. <laughs> sure. There's an intern who didn't get credit <laughs> for the, mm-hmm. the homework true. they did on this. I will um, say, I think I think Rachel, going back to Rachel, it's maybe the best move she's made I agree. This entire time. Taking back, taking Take back, back the, the power. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I love the context of like her therapist being like, well, maybe, you know, do you think that was like a choice that you made, you know, out of like insecurity? And I'm like, I don't know. Okay. So this is where Tina and I, I think will be on opposite ends of the spectrum because this episode actually made me feel so much sympathy for Rachel. Like, so I yeah. just, I felt for her so deeply in a way, again, I'm not saying Bethany was a great interviewer or like asked all the questions that I wanted answers to. Um, But at the end of the day, it was just like, it's just nice to see Rachel being able to speak whatever she wants without feeling like this Bravo shadow on her. I will say I'm happy that she got this podcast to say her piece. Honestly, I am too, and maybe some of the things I have to say are hot takes, maybe they're not, maybe that I don't know, but what, a couple things I will say, okay, is that, number one, this woman did not commit a hate crime, she was part of infidelity, and the way- She did not kill nobody. She didn't kill anyone, she didn't, she didn't, Jen Shaw, what Jen Shaw did was worse, she defrauded the elderly, come on, like, infidelity is bad, but is everyone gonna look me in the eye and say they don't have a friend who's also been part of infidelity, you know what I mean, Mm. you know, I'm just Mm. like, I don't know, it's, it's, that aside, I just think, like, did the punishment fit the crime? Hell no. The punishment fit, like, grand larceny, and the victim was an orphanage. You know what I mean? I don't know. So, that's that's one. Number two. A lot of people still making fun of the way Raquel talks, the way she restarts her sentences. I get it. When you're entering into the situation where... It's been deceit. Like, it's this is all because of a lie. She's been lying. She's been deceiving. It is hard to know kind of what to believe. But 
she's dyslexic, right? Like, that's a fact that we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a pageant girl. So she's accustomed to trying to restart the sentence and get it right. Yes, I'm just like, this, it feels a little, it feels too mean-spirited to me to be nitpicking her in that way when I'm like, heaven forbid someone start a sentence and then re- and then need extra processing time. The amount of times want- I've done this on this podcast, okay? <laughs> Yes, like there were moments where I was like, maybe she thought Bethany was going to edit that edit out, but I'm out. just like, why are we going to punish someone for taking an extra beat to compose themselves and and process what they want to say? Yeah, knowing that millions are going to listen. Yeah, yeah, and also just people process things differently, like, and people have different ability levels when it comes to speech, and it doesn't make them stupid. I I've had it. <laughs> Anyways. I look. I have been on the shaming Rachel train uh, for her lack of intellect, and I'll be the first to say it. I was, and I still do not think she's the brightest bulb, and I'll stand by that. Okay, sure. and that's fine, because and that's fine, um, and that's why she's the perfect victim to Sandoval's crimes, right? So that's also where I'm like, well, that's the problem, people. We're like, we're saying, oh, look at her, point at her, like, isn't she? you know, not bright and she has to restart all of her sentences and really think through what she has to say. And you're like, yeah, and isn't that kind of sad? Because that's probably what, what Sandoval saw and preyed upon. I don't know. That's where I just keep going back. Where's the fire for Tom? Tom is filming with the rest of the cast. He's hugging in group photos. He's like back to normal. I know that it's like, we haven't seen what's been filmed. We don't know what the conversations have been from the outside looking in. It looks bad, which I know Stassi said also on her podcast that I was like, thank you Stassi for saying that, how it does look like all has been forgiven. And Rachel is like still hiding out and unable to like get a job or go outside without being hounded by the paparazzi. Anyway, Tina, give us your take. Come on. So, okay. So first of all, like, subscribe, retweet everything you both said. I agree that Raquel has not deserved. We we talked about this too, Delaney, when you went to listen to to watch the the, oh, the reunion yeah. at a bar, and people were screaming at her like she was the town whore. Yeah. Like it's, I, I totally agree that the punishment has not suited the crime. Yeah. And so as that part of the discussion, I like that she got the opportunity to talk for herself. I agree. We don't need to be kicking a. a Whatever while it's down, I don't forget. I don't know who we're kicking. But, I like, we don't need to also call her stupid in the midst of all of this. Like, we don't need all of that. However, what I'm going to say about she just isn't as valuable to the series as Tom Sandoval is and never has been. She is ancillary. She was never that relevant. And so we cannot position her right alongside him in terms of, yes, they both committed the crime. We just don't care about her that much. We, I don't care to watch her again in another season. She's not, it, it, so I, I don't think to say your bad behavior, which you did off camera and tried to lie to production about, you didn't even try to have it be on camera to be rewarded. You wanted to sneak it. Like, I don't think that gets real. I don't think you get to make the same money as him the next season because you both oh, committed yeah. the same crime. That's what you have the you. So the part of the podcast that she brought up was in order for Rachel to go back and film this next season, she has to be compensated equally the same to as Sandoval and Ariana. Um, yes. Which and that like, makes no sense to me. 
Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, hey, I don't hate her for asking. I'll say that. Uh, um, and yeah, I do agree sure. that, like, you know, she was never really the main character that we asked for. Um, but I do think that... I personally would have loved to see her on this season. I think that... Um, I was afraid for her mental health. I don't know if well, I could have yes. watched it. I, I that was my... I think leaving was the best choice she could have made for herself. Even though I get she doesn't get to tell her story, but she also could have stayed for less money. She opted not to stay and tell that story, which is good for her. Good for knowing your value. And she's going to have her podcast, which she will now tell her story on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who will listen. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I just, I, I think I heed your point and I don't disagree. That's for sure. But I think it can conjecture here. I think she thought this would circle all around to the show. Right. I think that was the the plan Tom fed her. Was they were going to come out Mm -hmm. with their relationship and and it was going to be. And that comes back to the main problem. As Delaney said, which is Tom, which Bethany yeah. did not cover at all. Which no. is that's the that's the worst part of that's this the interview. most infuriating part. Yeah, what by the a long shot. Hell is going on? Because at, to Delaney, <laughs> Delaney, to your point, I've always had I have had compassion for Raquel. Yeah, she was never yes. wholly a villain in my head. I didn't gain more compassion for her through this interview. I just mm. had the same amount I did, which I will always have compassion for her as a victim of a narcissist. Yeah. And as well and also as someone who maybe just didn't get the game of reality TV that well and was very convinced by a narcissist who's done this for a long time and she thought he had her best interest at heart that this would be a good plan that it all worked for him but at the end of the day I think the manipulation came way more from Tom that it did from Bravo. And Bravo's done plenty of bad. We can talk about what Stasi covers and how they've covered up the bad behavior of men. That's a whole different conversation. But in regards to this, Tom is absolutely our key villain. And that was nowhere to be found here. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, again, she brought up the fact that she was like, look, like, my peers on this show have all lied and cheated on their partners. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's kind of the behavior that has been rewarded on the show. And we can't deny that. But Mm -hmm. the difference, obviously, being that this affair was seven months long as opposed to, I just think... What a different story this all would have been if during that weekend that they first hooked up, if she came out and and, ex- and said it, right, and was and it just came out before it became a full-blown affair, mm. how this all would have completely changed the whole, like just the entire narrative, right? Like it would have yeah. been a to- it wouldn't have been a nationwide scandal first of yeah. all because it would just be another episode of Vanderpump Rules um mm-hmm. where it, Tom's an asshole. Um mm-hmm. and and it would just I don't know, I just feel so bad for her because she was she wanted to date him. She wanted to be out in public, but he was the one who kept saying, all right, we got to be really, we got to mm-hmm. control the timeline. We have to s- figure out how best to like come out with this. Let's finish filming this season. You know, he was like just in her ear the whole time. Anyway, yeah. it's just sad. It's just really it sad. And, and she just fell for it. And then like she said, she said, I got addicted to like the secret of it all, which I think is very which, common. I mean, in yeah. affairs, you know, is it not fair to say though, that her actions saved the show? 
I don't. A hundred percent. I don't care. I don't care. But because think she about, did it regardless. And she didn't think sure. it was going to be as big a deal as it was. She but, thought it was going to be as under the... But, but intention versus it impact. Doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Why? Like, I also know that your salary is only bumped by your years on the show, not by how bad you've behaved. So maybe um, you stay on the show another season. Was it worth ruining a relationship? So I'm not even saying, like, I feel weird saying Scandaval saved the show. It, it, that is a fact. That is but correct. But it is true, right? Yes. So it's a little, I don't, it's very messy. But, I would never be like, yeah, it's worth it for that reason. I'm just saying, like, I think that's a fact. And so if but we're playing no that game. across reality TV gets rewarded for that, technically, financially. No one well, gets financially compensated. Like just the amount. Yes, of but I'm saying reality stars. Made. Jen Shaw doesn't get more money to come back. Teresa doesn't get more money after going to prison to come back than she would if she just came back for another season of the show. I just think it's like I, I'm with you. I I'm I did not really want to see Raquel come back for her mental health because mm-hmm. it seemed like she was a fragile person, and I didn't think it was a healthy choice. My personal opinion. Yeah. I also think what she did was wrong. I think it was a bad decision on all levels. But also, what it did for the show is immeasurable. And the show was flopping Mm -hmm. before this happened. Which is not a defense of actions. But if they're going to operate purely capitalistically, I think it's kind of just like... I'm not even saying that's... It's just that she's been given zero protection and people are yes. reaping the rewards. Yeah, so I'm not I just saying... think it's not, if it were the standard, then I would say, yeah, then she should be rewarded as anyone else who's gone to prison or done any big thing throughout any season that has saved a show. No, I think not, that's it's true. It's not the way it works. I know. And it, and it honestly, like, you know, now that I'm, like, really thinking it through, it would be really fucked up. Like, I'm thinking about Potomac mm-hmm. when... When Candace got into the fight with Monique, and like if Monique came back the season after, after like literally physically assaulting someone, and because that got such high ratings, like it was one of yes. the most like imagine her getting a raise for being Assaulting abusive, someone. and it, this would yeah. have been right, and and then we Which, quite literally are rewarding bad behavior. Yeah, yeah. I guess to be to clarify, I'm not advocating that as a reason why I think no, she no, should no. achieve financial parity with it. Like, I'm not even saying like that should affect her compensation. It's just hard for me to wrap my head around all of these things as facts where yeah Rachel is kind of rendered unhirable can't go out in public receiving constant death threats her ability to make a living is limited damaged yeah um to a degree which we don't yet know and then Tom Sandoval is going to continue to reap rewards Bravo has has I mean we can't even fathom and even Ariana, which, like, I think she absolutely deserves. Like, thank goodness there's some silver lining from a horrific trauma that she's been through. But she's also, her career is getting a huge boost from this. Not saying it was, like, worth it. Not saying that was meant to happen. Nothing like that. I'm just saying sure. it's hard to see all of this yeah, happen. Yeah, I agree. And see one person be so not protected. Like, like Rachel said, she's been receiving death threats and Bravo 
recently called her again assuming this is true yeah. to offer her security whereas she's like well you were not here when i was actually in fear of my life yeah it's when just, the yes, news broke i mean it, the part that was the most upsetting to me is when she talked about the reunion and yeah. about how yes. production offered a mental health support person to be on set with her and then she did that tmz nail salon interview which she said you know they just approached her out of, who knows if it was planted or not but she felt like then the, then immediately after that, Bravo rescinded the mental health support for the reunion episode, yeah. which yeah. is absolutely Unacceptable. devil behavior. Uh, that is if, psychotic. If true, if true, if that's actually how it all went down, because that's the other thing too, is we only have her perspective. And Astasi pointed out, she believes she's telling the truth, but the filter through which she's gotten a lot of information is pretty warped. So who... Yeah. No, yeah. mm-hmm. I want to believe her. I do. I, I find it really hard to believe she had zero mental health support on set. But in, but what we do know, what we saw was that production was not there to protect her yes. in the conversation. There was yeah. no stopping of the berating. There was no stepping in. And there was absolutely only accommodating Ariana, which I get the moment it was tense. It was hot. And you didn't want Ariana to go anywhere. But the second she said, no, she's not sitting there. They said, okay, she's not sitting between those two. Mm-hmm. Anytime she walked off and they said, let her go. They let her go. Like there wasn't any massaging of it, taking care of Raquel in or protection of her even visibly so whatever happened behind the scenes is very likely true um and i think that should be illegal to have not had a somebody on on hand for mental health support for her there that's unacceptable if true i feel like there's been so many times where maybe someone's wronged me or like i've encountered someone who's kind of done something nasty but not saying like, and because I'm such a good person, I'm just saying I always think about like, what if this is the worst day of someone's life and I'm the one that says something to them that's like, gonna push them over the edge? And uh, did anyone think about that with Raquel? Did If they're out here saying mm, she's like... That's the thing. I mean, she... Yeah. She's gotta be in such a low place. Andy Cohen's out here conjecturing that she's like medicated and I'm just like, you're saying uh-huh. all this. No one's worried that something terrible might happen to this woman that's completely isolated like yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) yes exactly that's that that's why i'm just like for them to take away her mental health support and again like we don't know exactly what happened but i do believe that something changed Mm -hmm. you know like something was promised and something wasn't delivered especially Mm -hmm. on the mental health front and that to me is like just a gross negligence especially in a genre where we have seen cast like kill themselves overdose self-medicate in ways that are completely um just just self-harm right um and so to have yeah just to have no i guess just just no wherewithal of of how to treat her as a human being and again like who did something bad but didn't murder someone didn't hit someone didn't like it's just yeah it's tough it's really really tough and i do think a lot of people were making fun of bethany for reading the script of the reunion right about all of Mm -hmm. the terrible things people said to Rachel's face that day and she got teary-eyed thinking about her daughter you know sitting in in Rachel's seat and and receiving that and of course it's like Bethany has the one of the sharpest tongues Eviscerated on people. TV yeah. however I do think that at least Bethany is somewhat clever and um I think a little bit more calculated with her insults in a way that she's never just 
beating someone down who's already down like kelly ben simone was the even like in that whole situation where kelly was clearly like not fully well she was like all right we have to stop you know and i will give bethany credit in that well and nobody had done anything to bethany i can't imagine how bethany would have reacted if this happened to her right yeah true no very very true what my big issue is just she didn't take accountability for that she's spoken that way like Stassi talks about this moment in her podcast and I want to get up get to Stassi's counterpoints at some point but she Stassi stops and says I am well aware of who I have been and how I have spoken on television Mm -hmm. I have been horrible and yeah. so I understand that for me to talk about this is absurd. Like, I just would have liked that from Bethany. Yeah. Even her talking about the HIPAA stuff, totally valid, totally correct. We should not be making assumptions on what medications people are taking. We shouldn't be watching pill bottles fly around. But I just watched an old reunion where Bethany calls out Ramona for being on Xanax. Yeah. And I'm like, take a little accountability for the ways yeah. you've also participated totally. in the system that does not work. You did Absolutely. a lot of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of what we're saying here is again I'm not giving firm conclusions. I'm not saying that wrong no. wasn't done, but what I am saying is what we've seen is a mm-hmm. woman, a vulnerable woman, chewed up and spit out by a machine mm-hmm. and seems to be the only one paying the price. And that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's like tough to watch. It's tough to know what to do about that. But Right. That's a fair evaluation. I think the problem and where I come from is I don't know how I would fix it. Mm. I don't know how to unring this bell. I don't know how you quantify. And I get like, she's like upset. Lala is making money off. Send it to Daryl. I'm like, let Lala make her coins off her clever ass bullshit. Like, yeah, let her Send do it that. To I get the least of our, I know. Issues and, here. <laughs> uh, yes. And so I think I don't know how to fix it, but I know that like, the pay thing for me is like, that ain't it. It ain't going to be that. Like, I don't know how. No. I, I, I honestly think a better PR team would have been really fucking helpful. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I think someone, a mental health advocate who understands narcissistic abuse would have been really helpful. Yes. Early on to manage her messaging, to manage, because she could have been the victim right away. I know. If they turned it on, Tom. Tom. She had I that mean, illegal recording. I mean, she could have gone down that path, and but because he's abusing her mentally, she was too afraid to I abandon know. him. And that is the only way I can see this actually of playing out more the way other situations have. She just wasn't guided well and supported well, and that is incredibly unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. I, I do disagree. I know. Let's get into, like, some of the Stassi stuff. I know yeah. Stassi felt like she didn't take accountability on the podcast, and I disagree. I think she, yeah. fully, she fully said... I made huge mistakes. I regret it. I caused so much damage and hurt to other people. I wish I hadn't. Like, she I, she said it so many different times. Yeah. She said it so many different times at the reunion. I don't know how much more accountability Rachel can take, to be honest. Yeah. I'm just like, how many more ways can she say, I did something really bad and I hurt Ariana and for that I'm sorry. Because, like, again, I think people are just, like, not satisfied with that because it doesn't feel, you know what I mean? Like you said, how do we make it right? Like, we don't, there is nothing to make it right. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm so sorry, I truly keep dragging us back to hell here. Um, I did (laughs) want to just say one thing that was really on my mind that Bethany did bring up. um, But it's something I've been thinking about a lot. What is the purpose of an apology? What is the purpose of asking for an apology 
Are you seeking reconciliation? Mm. Is there any sort of restorative justice model in place here? Right. You know right. what I mean? It's like... Will, yeah. Will you ever accept the apology? <laughs> will you ever accept the apology? Yeah. And that's part of it is I'm like, it, Ariana does not have to accept an apology. Right. She does not. No. No. That's fine. Nobody has to, to accept an apology. But then what are we doing? Right. Are we putting on a public spectacle where we drag a woman through the mud for the sake of that? Yeah, I think that's what we did. That's yes. not Ariana's fault. Ariana does not yeah. have to accept that no. apology. But at a certain point, it's like, yeah, it's like, when will we be satisfied? Exactly. When yeah. Raquel's in in tears and everyone's projecting, mm-hmm. like, the people that hurt them onto her? Exactly. Yes. I think that's it. So it's just oh like, God. yeah, anyways, back to the stuff. No, no, you're right, though. It's, like, not the same. Mm-hmm. Accepting an apology is not the same as someone taking accountability. Someone can take accountability yeah. and still not be forgiven. That's yes. like right. that can exist, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think I think Stasi's only point about the podcast specifically was just all the butts that came with it. Mm-hmm. But their yeah. relationship was rocky. But Ariana wasn't actually my best friend. But but like I think it felt all like I'm sorry, but in Mm -hmm. this scenario but i agree she can't say more to that account and again she's doing the wrong storytelling to make anyone forgive her it's don't make ariana the villain go for the real villain we will jump on that bandwagon with you like yeah "Mm." i know but anyways the big shit stassi said because stassi's coming from place of understanding a lot about the insides of vanderpump rules specifically Mm -hmm. so the one thing she said that was super interesting was that you know raquel had made the claim that sandoval was offered a producer credit which sounded crazy to me Personally, I know we see it on Housewives. We don't tend to see it on ensemble shows. Whitney got a created by or originally developed by on Southern Charm back in the day, but it wasn't a producer credit. So this is a funky point. So what Stassi said is she thinks that Sandoval told Raquel that he was offered a producer credit. I believe that. But that he was absolutely lying to her and manipulating her to try to be like, look at how important I am, which I totally believe. Stassi's like, there is no way in hell that happened. No. And I agree with that. So that's not Raquel intentionally lying. Mm-mm. She's just telling the truth she's been told. Yeah. Um, which is coming from a liar. There's no world in which Sandoval was offered a producer credit and then turned it down. So you know what nope. I mean? Like, so if, if <laughs> nope, it comes out point. and he's not a producer on those credits, then absolutely 100% a lie. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And Stasi also pointed out that the pay scale on Vanderpump has always been you are paid more per season you're on. Stasi left for one season and returned and was deducted that season's worth of pay. So it is only about years on the show, thus the ask of being the same, paid the same as Sandoval and Ariana being unreasonable because they have been on the show from day dot. They are going to be the highest paid cast members. Raquel's been on for a couple of years, but she was very much friend of ancillary side until recently. There's just simply no way they are going to break every rule and standard they have had for every cast member throughout a decade Mm -hmm. for this situation. Yeah. And so Stassi clarifies that. I love that she pointed out that she had that one reunion. And she keeps saying, she's like, do not take this as me justifying anything or supporting Raquel. But at the same time, here are some just truths you all should know. Yeah. Um, She called out the Ariana and her not being friends as bullshit. She's just like, I just don't think that's fucking true. I've watched y'all hang out. It still inevitably is a requirement of Raquel outside of the show to maintain those relationships so that when she comes back on the show those relationships have existed. Um, but I also don't think that validates the behavior regardless of if they were best friends or not. They're, yeah, they sat at thing. dinner tables together. They right. hung out together right in front of Ariana's face. That's no I matter mean, what. 
We can switch it around to saying you had an affair with your coworker. Sure. Who was married sure. to your coworker? Or like, yeah. the, I mean, literally the the Ariana Grande situation. Yeah. She, you're having bad. meals with the family. You're yeah. having meals in their home, or you're like whatever. You're, you're going out the to baby. dinner with the wife, knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. holding the baby. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I get it. it. I think like Rachel's point on the podcast was like it. It felt like the cast and press were like really hammering home this point of like my best friend betrayed me, and yes, so for totally. and so for the dog pile to happen to 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 put one like thing into perspective. For I don't know. I I understand Rachel wanting to to clarify that point of being like this wasn't my best friend. I don't know why that narrative is being pushed, but it just, it simply doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not the mm-hmm. point to be no. like, you know, going no. back on really. It, it doesn't make it better no. uh, at all. No, it's the thing. Yeah. Just yeah. all the wrong points exactly. to, to yes. sit on. Yeah. Because again, she also talked about like the, they were on Rocky road anyway. Like they were Which, on, like, we like they knew. were probably going to break up anyway. Yeah. I, right. We've all been watching. Um, and I know we're talking about Stassi's interview, not Sheena's with Ariana, but I think Stassi's once removed perspective on this is a little more compelling. Of course, Ariana went on Sheena's podcast and proceeded to talk about how upset she was by this interview, mostly by Bethany and the way that she was, the questions were being led and that she feels like Ari- she was made to look bad. Um, I don't think Ariana came out looking that bad. I don't, no. I don't really think I, and they're still living with harping on the still living with Tom is silly it's just literally what has to happen when you own a home together you have to kind of plant yourself on that property until it is time until the whatever legal negotiations exist it's not about her forgiving him or whatever no he's a slippery fellow i'd be scared to yes not step out of that move out that's his all of a sudden yep Exactly. exactly yeah well, it's like, it's not an Ariana. It's like Tom being a fucking weirdo. That's how I feel. I'm like, Tom, mm-hmm. get the fuck out. Whatever you have to do yes. to get out of the house, you should. But he's exactly. being a weirdo. Like, the fact, mean, the fact that she brought up, sorry, that she offered Tom her apartment while she was away at her mental facility for months and Tom did uh, not take it. I'm like, that's a fucking narcissist. To well, because like, he has the same thing. They're literally, wait, they're like just in a, a, a fight for who gets that who gets that house it's so fucked up and weird mm-hmm. again it's not ariana's allowed to like hate rachel more than she hates anyone the public's yeah. not that's what i'm gonna keep saying like mm-hmm. is allowed mm-hmm. to have rachel be her public enemy number one we yes. are not <laughs> like yes. she didn't yeah. do anything yeah. to us we can right. be mad even but to that point, man. Saucy says, <laughs> yeah. Saucy says, Ariana was allowed to say those things in that reunion. Everyone else wasn't. Yeah. yeah. James. Even, so even the own cast. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, I mean, well. we had, it was a full public stoning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was pretty boggling. And listen, did, admittedly, did we all eat it up with a spoon? Yeah. Absolutely. We did. And so for that, we ask forgiveness because it is it, you you it was listen it was my lifeblood when this shit broke oh yeah and i agree it is complicated to sit here and say i don't know how we fix this for you other than that i wish i had been your publicist and i wish i could have helped you understand how to navigate this it would it could have looked so 
different. Yeah. I feel like it just because the, like new details were like surfacing every week about like yeah, a, it was like really a mystery kept us on the yeah. hook in terms mm-hmm. of like the twists and turns that the story was taking. But when it came to that reunion, I just I still I still remember how pissed I felt when Lisa was defending mm. Tom, speaking mm. up for Tom when they were all going at him, worm with a mustache, and she oh, was great. like, well, we don't need to use that kind of let James, please, sit down, <laughs> and then said nada, said That's nothing, when everyone went over to, to Rachel and just dragged her, in a way that yeah. it just proves, once again, Lisa is never for the girls. I don't believe yeah. she's like a girl's girl in that way. Lisa's I, for the dollar. However, is, it was a threat to her business. It was a threat to her business to have Tom look bad. It was not a threat I, to her business to have Rachel look bad. I yes, and I do think that she has this weird bias with men. I do think it's mm, like part I think of her that's generation. Probably true. I think mm-hmm. she was always really protective over Jax and hated Kristen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same person, right. same level of. You know what I mean? I You're just right. think there is some deep misogyny in Lisa, and I think that's because of her time. And you know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. definitely of a different generation and culture. So, um, but it's just it's so hard to watch that kind of thing again, where it's like, especially when Tom is truly the villain and does to that ire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, he did not get the reaming. No. He did not get the reaming he that got... she did. The other thing also was Ariana ripped him a new one within the season. This was the first time anyone got to see Raquel. Everyone else had gotten to see Tom and have their own conversations with Tom and eviscerate him separately in an individual kind of way. Also in a way that didn't feel as charged as... The first time Raquel was sitting in front as of everyone. As a mob? Yeah, as like a mm-hmm. mob as mentality, a mob. like with pitchforks mm-hmm. and torches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was tough. It was a weird one. Again, like she, like like you said, Julia, Ariana's allowed to be mad and scream at her, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just the, that mob mentality gets kind of scary, which is what I experienced yeah. in that bar where I was like, oh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm yeah. really yeah. terrified of the public. Yeah, not not to like defend us per se, but I'm just like there's a difference between being like I'm very invested in the twists and turns of this public uh, plot line unfolding and and yelling horror at the TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. come yeah. on. I think we've all also always been anti-Tom in this primarily. Yeah. I think we've done yeah. a good job of putting a lot all the onus on on Tom for the most part. Again, Ra- Raquel didn't betray a relationship no. ca- i mean exactly. on all fronts on exactly. all fronts listen i'm not none of us are condoning the behavior none of us would want to participate in that behavior yes. uh, some of us have been on the other side of that behavior and right. have experienced what it feels like so it's complicated yeah. in many ways and i think on the, in terms of the reality tv conversation it it suits some of bethany's reality reckoning points but at the same time it is just sort of a really good cultural moment to look at in terms of how the media addresses these things, how we as an audience react to these things and the repercussions of that. And the gendered dynamics of it all. That's what I keep coming back to of just like, and I think about Lala saying this to Rachel and being like, honey, I need you to know that like the woman will always pay more than the man in this situation. Yeah, exactly. And just like knowing that, you know, Tom has literally already been on another show. Like he's, he's getting gigs. He's, He's not reaping the rewards like Ariana is or anything like that. I'm sure he's suffered financially, but I know that the restaurants are still doing great. 
Yeah, well, I know. Well, he's got to do all his shows for free now. All the, the Tom and the whatever the fucks are free. Are they what? free? What do you mean? Yeah, I think they are. They don't charge for tickets to Tom Sandoval and the most extras. But they, like, were, right? Because people... They were yeah. until this happened. Until this happened. And he had to stop charging because people wouldn't come. But people did go. Yeah, I know. And that makes makes us mad. We know that. That makes us very mad. Oh, yeah, no. But I think they really wouldn't have shown up if they had to pay money for it. I guess it is just like, yeah, I would recommend the, um, isn't it You're Wrong About that does an episode on, like, cancellations? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who actually, yeah, how they kind of don't exist. And for Tom. Unless you're Raquel. Unless you're a woman. Unless you're a a woman. woman. Yeah, literally. Yes. Like, that's why, again, we come back to our kind of holy trinity of people like Paris Hilton, where I'm just like, that was a 19-year-old girl who was non-consensually recorded by a 40-year-old man. (laughs) And who got dragged for being a big, giant slut? The 19-year-old girl. I'm just like... We've yeah. seen this one before. We've th- then we see documentaries about how we were wrong for it, and I. But we're still doing it, I guess. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. Right? We really don't learn. I feel like we're trying. Like you know, bit by bit, we're getting better. But still, when it comes to tearing down a woman in public, like there is nothing that makes people more feral. Like it, yeah. it's and a just. Woman, yeah, I think the other like the uh, in re- the reality TV world, we talked about a lot of women who have really like fast tongues right Raquel was not cast on this show Raquel naturally came into the fold mm-hmm. Tom is a character that was cast Stassi was a character that was cast Bethany was a character that was cast these are people who could hold their own mm-hmm. she was a girlfriend of a main cast member mm-hmm. who had a sharp tongue who could defend her throughout all the shit she now has left her own devices and she doesn't have the language because mm-hmm. she could had she been different she could have probably whipped out a couple... If this were Bethany, yep. she could have whipped out a couple phrases that still could have gotten her merch that could have had people being like, yeah, bitch, to tell him he's the piece of shit. He, she could have shit on him publicly. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you, she just wasn't built for it, and she wasn't at... She wasn't cast to do it. It just... No. It fell in... She fell into this world. The world... I don't think she realized she wasn't ready for it. And she yeah. kind of says that. She said, I yeah. thought reality TV would be fun, Bethany. Yeah. And it ain't fun. No. It's hard. Not when you're not like, yeah, you got to have like the thickest skin possible. Yeah. I mean, if it was Lala sitting in that seat, like you better believe that yeah. it would have been like, yeah, I, like you said, she would have been making that was a like, pretty Kristen Do- Doty took a punch to the mouth and all was forgiven. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she keeps <laughs> it pushing. That's what, gosh, I think about Rachel evacuated herself from what we can like safely call a very toxic likely unhealthy relationship with James. Likely abusive and I'll say that. Yes. I'll stand behind yes. it. It's an abusive it. relationship. Delaney has always been we've always yeah. been saying I think that there's a lot yes. we don't know. She yes. alluded to Kristen having been about to say something she's maybe not. Anyways. Yes. That's the whole thing. So yes. what we saw was Rachel getting out of that James getting into a relationship six weeks later that he's absolutely obsessed with and is publicly Mm. enthused about. We saw Rachel struggling to find any sense of identity, any sense of belonging, Mm -hmm. feeling extreme rejection, having emotional episodes on reality television. And then this happens. So overall, I don't know, leaves me feeling bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like... 
she yeah. wasn't winning one single time. No. No. And she wasn't equipped for the fight. No, she was exactly. So, not. She's yes. exactly. not. And, and nobody fight. showed up to defend her. Yeah. And yeah. that's... And I think the big problem was that she had... He made sure she isolated herself enough and that it became... That she couldn't... Because if anyone, maybe she could have... Like, could Lala have been that... Had anything else that season not gone down the way it had gone down? It just all went so wrong. And it yeah. is it is icky. And I don't know what the answer now is. Um, and that's maybe the hardest part of having listened to that podcast. Is like, well, fuck. Now yeah. what? Yeah. Like, what do we do? What do we... How do we... What do we do? I think it's like, you know, good for Rachel for like seeing her self-worth and recognizing that, hey, that's a game that I shouldn't be playing. Yes. Uh, yes. That arena is not Smart. for me. The smartest thing she's yeah. done. Yeah. And to walk away and to build her own life. Like, I truly wish her well. Um, I, I think it's just a horrible web that she got caught into. Again, she made mistakes. She ma- she was fully aware of the decisions she was making, and she has copped that they were bad decisions. But again, she still deserves to, like, I don't know, make money and find love again and, like, live a life, you know what I mean, as a human being yeah. with dignity. Um, and, I mean, as much as I would have liked to maybe see one more season of, like, a redemption arc yeah. for her, Loki, because I was kind hard. of, it would have been very hard. She, again, she just doesn't have, like you said, like, the vocabulary or just the armor The numbers. For, and the numbers from yeah. the front, like, from the group. Like, exactly. Yeah, she doesn't have the backup. It would have been but... terrible. So, yeah, I just, I hope that she's able to really, like, I don't know, just remove herself from that world and, and move on a bit. I mean... The yeah. podcast is interesting, but I'm also like, girl, maybe just don't even with the public eye stuff. Maybe yeah, just like, I know. you know, exactly. I know. And I don't, I mean, it's a version. I, I really, Bethany having ads on, that was a big thing people oh, criticized. Yeah. Bethany having ads on the, uh, talking about monetizing people's trauma and then having ads on the podcast. And we know that it was, it, at least it was never stated that Ra- Raquel was paid. So that was just ironic to simply state. But I will say, to Raquel, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but maybe you might, what I will say to you is, if you want to start a podcast, hang Tom out to dry, make it all about mental health and narcissistic abuse, talk in great detail about what that looks like for women, and and release yourself of the shame because it is not your fucking fault. Yes. You were not, you got roped in by a really charming guy who was, I mean, I got roped in by a guy who wasn't famous, let alone a famous person, yeah. on a show who seemed like he was protecting me. Hang his ass out to dry and you will be redeemed. It mm-hmm. will all turn around. That's the only... <sighs> The only option here, Raquel, listen to me. I need you to send her a memo. I need us to find a way to get the D-Girls letterhead and send a memo to wherever she is. The night that Tom was out with those girls. Yeah. (laughs) Give her the version of a Jersey Shore note. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All caps, typed up. That's my dream. No, I mean. It's the only choice. It's the only way. And it also, and it's the truth. I just don't think she can see it yet. And that's part of this journey for her. One day her eyes will open and she will see the true abuse she suffered from him. And that we watched even how much, can I just talk to her alone? Can I just talk to her alone in the trailer? I don't want cameras. I don't want cameras. Like, we know, girl. We know this man is bad, bad, bad. You, this is not your fault. You made some bad choices. You didn't make choices this bad. Yeah. This is him. Yeah, Mm. exactly. 
so Tina, you were mentioning that the criticism was also the exploitation of of Rachel's story and serving ads on the podcast. Like, what is what would be the ethical way though to do an interview? Like, that's where I go. Like, I totally understand there were a lot of ads, and I'll say that there was like twelve minutes yeah. of ads. It was a lot. It was absurd. Um, but like. There is a difference between exploiting someone's trauma and, like, filming someone having a mental breakdown versus giving someone a platform to tell their story about their trauma, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so but you I'm could like, just pay her to appear, and appearance fee's not, uh, that's normal. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 listen, publicity has varying degrees. Oftentimes, people um, who appear on TV shows, people who are going on talk shows are not paid for those appearances, typically speaking. However, certain levels of stars for certain exclusives will often be paid for having mm. done yeah. that. This was an exclusive for Bethany. It would right. not be out of the question for Raquel to get an appearance fee. That's not bizarre to I have thought happen. she did. It's, That's why I was like, that would be it crazy doesn't seem, she didn't. She, maybe she did. It has not been stated. Bethany has not responded to comment, which I'm sure she would had she paid her. <laughs> um, because I think Bethany would open that mouth gladly to make sure everyone knew they were wrong. Um, and Raquel's not stated that she's been paid in any form. So it, to me, it would be an appearance fee. I don't think she needs to get a percentage of the ads or whatever. Just a flat, thank you for the exclusive thing. That would be just, to me, putting your money where your mouth is. Also, for, for your, for PR Tina, do you think <laughs> Rachel could have gotten a bigger hmm. platform to do this on? I do. Because the eyeballs, listen, we know news sources have no qualms putting bad apples or whatever on TV. Mm -hmm. Anyone can get an interview if they're going to get the views. I think, I mean, Raquel kind of stated why she thinks, why she chose Bethany's. A lot of it seemed like because her mom was stoked on what Bethany was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I do also think, and I said this in our group text, this was the most softball version of an interview Raquel would have to do. Any other news outlet of any sort would have had hard-hitting, unbiased questions and probably more thorough journalism occurring. Um, this felt like a safe place. I think Ra- Raquel thought, if maybe if I can join Bethany's fight and make Bravo the villain, mm. that will help me. So I think in her mind, this was probably the smartest move. It wasn't an unintelligent one. I just think... Yeah. Again, it, it comes down to Bethany again. I wish it was maybe a different... I almost wish it was Stassi, if Stassi wasn't yeah. so close to the situation. Yeah. Any other reality star who has an understanding of this world... So I think Bethany's trying to take up... Um, excuse me, I think Raquel's trying to take up Bethany's cause against Bravo, but again, it leaves out the big villain here. You know, I'm going to say something controversial. I think who could have done a better interview... <laughs> Which Ooh. I will never say. I know what you're going to say. Call her daddy. I knew I you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I still think. <laughs> I'm sure she couldn't have because of our, the Ariana interview. Why not? Yeah. Ariana get real. I mean, it, call her daddy. What's her name? Alex Cooper. Uh, she, Alex. It just, I think she would value. What's her name? <laughs> Alex, Alex Cooper. Something? Okay. <laughs> I think Alex Cooper values her good standing with people like Ariana too much to betray that. I almost was thinking, did Rachel's camp go to call her daddy? They might have. Maybe. They might have. I don't know. It's pretty hard. She would ask kind of the tough questions. Well, and that's crazy to say out loud. I don't know about that. (laughs) I 
her Alex I don't know, questions. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, you're right. I know. Maybe we should cut that. But um, no, I just think, I don't know. It would have been interesting. I think that she would have gotten to the Tom of it all because she is so like relationship focused. Yeah. Better than Bethany would have with like the production and the Bravo. Like the Alex wouldn't have cared about like the state of reality TV. And, I mean, if we're talking know, like yeah. favored nations, she should um, have done the interview with Howie Mandel. I, <laughs> I was thinking about, <laughs> did Tom get compensated for the Howie Mandel interview? Do you think? Probably not, but at the, it wasn't with somebody stomping around saying, pay people for their trauma. <laughs> like that's the problem. So it's just true. the irony of Bethany's. That's all. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that's a very fair point. I think that is still such a funny, funny first interview for that man. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. perfect. It was so perfect. I will say Raquel's first interview was a smarter move than Tom's was by a million miles. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know his PR team was like, please don't. Please don't do yeah. it. And he did it anyways. Yeah. I do think that... Rachel probably just has a distrust of, like, media now, too. Like, worrying about her words being taken out of context. So any other conglomerate news source, like, any other legitimate interview, I think she would have been way too scared to to do because she has been manipulated and cut and edited through Bravo for so long, you know? You know what is the right place? D-Girls? She had to go to the table, the red table. (laughs) Yeah. That that. would have been the smartest move. Because it would be warm, caring, loving, complicated. Oh, God, that would have been the only choice. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Team Jordan. It's exactly true. Yep, yep, that would have been the place. That's the dream scenario, unfortunately, not airing currently, like not. I know, such a shame. But that's, that's the move. Wowie zowie, y'all. That was my brain hurts. We came back. We came back hard. We came back swinging, and we came back heated. I knew I was gonna sweat during this. I'm so wearing my berserk shirts. Oh my god. So Um, much to cover. There was so much to talk about. We've missed you all. We cannot wait to get back into our regular cadence. Send us your thoughts too. If they're nice to us, don't be mean. Yeah, don't be haters. But send us your thoughts. We want to know what you think. Yeah. I also want to say how grateful I am for the ways in which we can completely disagree and also be always saying the same thing in different ways. (laughs) (laughs) In very different ways. Absolutely. yeah, I love you both so much, and I, I there's I nothing I love more than you. talking about this stuff with you. I love Aww. you. Love so, you. Oh my god, I've missed us so much, and I know everyone else has too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, admit it. Admit it. Save Tell us. us you love us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will catch you next time on D Girls. Bye.